So I. <laughs> that was your clap. So you know you can go first. I didn't have anything. I was just making a, a statement. You're just going. Eh. Yep. Okay. I better take my phone off of the table so it doesn't vibrate. Yeah. Or let we don't me want set it to vibrate. We don't. Oh, there uh, we go. We don't want our recording sounding like Joel's bedroom. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh boy. What are you frowning about? No, nothing. I was just being dumb. <clears throat> I'm trying to be careful with my mouse. It makes a lot. Of, can you hear that? No. Can you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Okay. See, I put my mic stand on a towel. Oh, good. Oh, good for you. And how was that? Joel's. It works pretty well, actually. I'm glad you asked. I'm. If anyone needs to do, if you're like recording something, you got a table mic. I'm using a different mic other than my normal one because I left it at Spencer's. <laughs> and I'm not there tonight. We're doing recording remote because I had a little COVID scare that I'm unsure about. So, so he's being here. We are safeish. But yes, I put a towel underneath my mic stand because it was absorbing the vibrations from the mouse on Naturally, the Naturally, yeah. So. And maybe you sure. can still hear it. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. I don't know. Oh, good. But uh, I don't have any fun anecdotes, so are you recording? Your question so, is a lot like Joel's penis. Hey. Short and gets old after a little while. Hey, I thought we were done. That's the last penis joke. I'm not even going to do one tonight, Joel. <laughs> so you'll know that I'm actively trying to stop. No, it's... It's Christian. Your question is okay. Not unlike Joel's penis. We got Guano, <laughs> Bumblebee Tuna, Monopoly Guy, Chicago. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Chicago, Coming at you not live from a mechanical rhino. Two men talk about the films you care about, or don't. It's the Sequel Men podcast, and it starts. Right now. Joel, I'm sorry. No, he's not. I just wanted to say that. And I just want to say. And I can say, hear him now off in the distance. No, you're fucking not. I just want to say. No, we're done with Joel, it. that we're I respect you as a person most of the time. When you. When you, the way you speak and, and your, your bass voice, when you put on that announcer voice, vocular performance, vocular. man, it just, it gets my ears a-going. Makes my ears wet. Okay, uh, and with that, thank you for joining us for another episode of Sequelman, the podcast. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the sequel to the... 90s smash hit. I don't know if it's a smash it hit. It is. But okay, it is. The 90s hit, Ace Ventura. This is Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. And I've got kind of an interesting special relationship with this movie that we'll get into in a minute. But I'm not alone here tonight. I'm, uh, I'm here with my buddies. Why don't you say hey, your own? Spencer, hi. How are you guys? Good? Good. I'm going to put together a compilation of every time you say hi on you every episode. You should for our 100th episode. Hey, I'm Spencer. Hi, how you that, doing? I mean, that'll be Beep. easy because we hey, know... Hey, Spencer here. Hi, you how you doing? You don't have to find it. Like, in the middle of the episodes, you can just... You find it at the beginning of the episode. 
because you know right where it is. For our yeah. 100th episode, we have 99 Hi, How Are Yous. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> yeah. If you did that, you'd have a lot of time on your hands, but man, I would appreciate That'd it. That'd be funny. It would be funny. It would be funny. It would be funny. And today we're wrapping up Ace Ventura. It was a quick little one-two punch. And as we stated, we're experimenting without with not doing a wrap-up episode. So this is going to be the conclusion. And we'll give our Finn score. We'll keep it very brief because we've we've as we, yes. we realize as we go, we talk about the stuff. Why would we need to say all the stuff again? So we're just gonna give our scores, put it where it's supposed to go, um, do best and worst moments from this film since we did them from the last film already, and hey, this is yeah, the new look, the new face of it's a little sequel sad. men. It is, but we if we get too sad, we can always go back time. and do it again. I got the recap wrap, and we'll do that at the end since we're we're doing the the movie first and then we'll have a little mini wrap up at the end and see where we're going from here we'll see where we're going from here but you know spencer i was going to say why don't we just do one more wrap up one more so we can get jackie on i mean if you want to but we couldn't make it happen but i don't know if you want to because then that would line up with the next one that we're doing Again, since we're not doing the other one that was three, we would need an extra one. No, we're going to figure it out. We'll be fine. <laughs> well, okay. that is going to... Are we sure we want to do the one that we said we're going to do? Because when that comes out, you're going to have to rush to get it out on the day that you want it to get be out. No, we won't. All right. Then there's just going to be a, a random, we're going to have to figure out a filler episode or something. Or we could do a wrap-up episode. Of this? Yeah. I don't think this needs a wrap We've already said we're not going to. If anything, we'll wrap up the next one. How's that? Okay. But that'll be so weird. We just do a <laughs> random wrap-up? <laughs> well, this is a perfect opportunity to do Threat Level Midnight. Um, But that's not a friend. It's part of the Office franchise. That you know what podcasts are always doing random little one-off episodes. We're fluid. We're fluid. We can go. We can go off script for one episode to get to the hundredth episode, and we'll just do something that like a fun one that we've been always wanting to do. Be like a, a little forty-five minute hour long episode or something. Yeah, we're not gonna rank it. It'll just be a. It'll literally just be us. It, it'll be like it's a it's a Star Wars holiday special. It, yeah, no one will yeah. even remember it. It'll be like when they made Toy Story four. They didn't need to. They shouldn't have. Oh, but they um they knew they'd make money off it, so they no. drug it out. It'll it'll be like Lightyear. It'll be like Lightyear. Did you see it? Shouldn't shouldn't have made it. No, I liked it. But I'm no, I'm a lot kidding. of missed opportunities. I, I but I liked it. it. I want to see it still, but I haven't. I know that it's not making as much money as they hoped, but that doesn't shouldn't be a reflection on the quality of the movie. I'm still looking forward to seeing. Yeah, it, that's all. And I'm gonna step on a box real quick, just for real quick. Here we go. Are you gonna talk about the lesbian yeah, it, kiss? Yeah, it's first of all, I hate it when people watch when it. people do no. this when the yeehaws <laughs> do this. They're trying to push their agenda. No, they're not. They don't even make a big deal out of it. It's just 
is. Like, gay people are real. And those same people have no problem. They don't have any issue with showing, um, I guess, quote-unquote, traditional couples in movies. Like, you never hear them talk about those in movies, kids' movies, like, well, they're trying to push their agenda and groom... No, they're not. They're not. They're just... It's representation. So, fuck right the fuck off. Is it done right? Yes! Is it done right? It's not even... It's not a big deal, even. Like, they literally... It just... They are. They're in it. Because I have... You heard me say this before on the podcast, listeners and you, Spencer, about how I don't like how studios and movies disney in particular being a big culprit of this uh just placing in scenes of lgbtq representation even if it doesn't add anything no, substantial. it does it's a main like, character like i love foo in beauty and the beast the live action right. one uh the the admiral lady from rise of skywalker right. in the background has that cute little but let me stop you real quick kiss. even that that's not forcing it on kids that's real life no 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 no. that's what people i'm not not, i know that's not what you're saying but that's why people are mad they're trying to force their political has nothing to do with politics if anything i think the way that disney has been doing it is does a disservice but not this one btq community not this one okay i have to see it and evaluate it for myself and but I just I can't stand it when they do that. They it's like checking off a box. Okay, we got LGBTQ representation. Oh, put the two clip scene in there. Put the, right. Put the it's, two second scene. All right, we got it's it. It's more than that. Dust our hands off. And but I cannot stand but that. But I if they're gonna if people are gonna it's be more mad about that to that community than it would be to have nothing. If there. they're gonna be mad about that, they better be mad about every couple that has ever been in a movie and every. Basically any movie. You can say that about any movie. Well, they're grooming our kids to be to go to to be soldiers in war, like for war movies. No, they're not. It's just a movie. What? No, that, what I'm saying is people are mad because they think when gay people are in movies, especially kids' movies, they're trying to force that on them. No, they're not. Kids are going to see like gay people are real. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a thing you they're don't trying need to, to tell force. Me that. I know. And this. in the movie they're not saying, "Hey, you got to be gay." Just like in other movies when it's a like quote unquote again, a traditional couple, they're not saying, "Hey, Spencer, I want you to go out on the sidewalk and shake someone by the shoulders." <laughs> gay people are they real. Are. But <laughs> I want to see that same energy when they show uh, like abusive I don't know when they glorify bad guys or something, but um, there was one more point I wanted to make real quick and then we'll, we'll get into fun stuff. And I hate that we have to do this, but it's just been on my mind and I have to say it because I have a very, very, very small platform to do so. We're losing listeners. Don't care. I do care, but just hear me out. (laughs) It's not a big deal because you don't choose who you love and i've said that before you just don't Mm -hmm. you don't like you literally do not you can't like it's hard if you choose and that's not who you're really in love with then you're living a lie okay same with with the lgbtq plus community they don't get to pick that life that's just that's who they are 
people are wired differently just like i am straight because here's what i'll i never at one point in my life reached a crossroads where i'm like okay i'm attracted to them and them i guess i gotta pick whether i'm gonna be straight or gay right in this moment it just i just always was straight i always was i'm not attracted to dudes <laughs> and i couldn't even if i tried to be i can't like you can't pick right. you, you don't choose who you're attracted to I'm not. And then these people, these same people, these same people, then, oh, they're grooming our kids. They're forcing our kids. They're the ones that'll turn around and tell their five year old, ask their five year old grandson, so you got a girlfriend? (laughs) Or, oh, you're playing with a girl at recess. Is that your girlfriend? Fuck off. No, 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 no. Same people. Okay, so Ace Ventura, and we're done. We're done. Oh, wow. Ace Ventura. Thank you, Spencer. Ace Ventura. No, I, what you're saying is important. I was just laughing because <laughs> at one point during that, and it's, 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 what you were saying again was important, but I was just imagining that. Remember when I did that one bit where I had it fading in and out yes. of you talking about <laughs> gay people are real and that's why <laughs> I'm straight. And <laughs> But let's just all okay. live. Like it doesn't affect your life. If you take your kid to see it and you're worried because you're a moron, Talk to him, be like, hey, and even even if you are a terrible person, one of those people are like, hey, that's not okay. Then fine, whatever. You're wrong. Hey, my wife's looking at me through the window because she's studying outside because it's nice and warm. Oh, I was going to say, did she hear you say gay people are real? I mean, honestly, she may have. She tried to scare me, but it didn't work. Babe. Babe. Babe, hey, come here, come here. No, just come here. I just want you to make a cameo, <laughs> one cameo. All I need you to say is, "Gay people are real." Love you. Did she shut yeah, the, she door. the door? <laughs> because even because she realizes how ridiculous it is that oh, we even I have to that. say that. Okay. No. <clears throat> okay. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. So Spencer. Yeah. What was your original? viewing of this movie where were you what were you doing did you go to the theater obviously not because you were too young well yeah i didn't want any i didn't want give us i didn't want pet detection forced on me i didn't want them to groom me to be a pet detective so no i did not going backwards no i um i didn't i don't remember i i the the only memories i have of watching this are with uh, that same friend of mine i was telling you about where we used to like act out the harry potter movies together as it was playing in the background We would, this would be a movie that we would watch. Like when I would stay at his house, this was our movie. We would just watch it on a loop, basically, mm-hmm. like kind of in the background, and it would just be on. And it, okay. it, those were, you know, so I have that, I have that connection to it because that was at the part of my life that I've spoken about too, where I was in like the weird home situation. So when I would go to right. a friend's house, that was an escape. And this movie was one of the ones that we always watched and quoted. And replayed certain parts over and over and over again. So it it um, okay. it holds a special place, and I've said that a lot with a lot of the movies we've done lately. But they do, they do. But it's they it's do. funny movies watching it though. The movies that made uh, us. Yeah, this one again is pretty problematic. Yes, it and is. I think 
Jim Carrey so. ramped it up a little bit, almost a little too much. Or maybe a little too. Like much. it's almost yeah. he's so far like gay, me gay. He's such a character, caricature, <laughs> that it's like he's not even in the same universe that everybody else is in. No. Like it, it almost no. takes me out. I of know it. exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's like a soundboard. Like when he responds to normal people saying normal dialogue, it's like he pushed a button and you get a zany response. And I'm like, Mister! Yeah, and he doesn't even have one of those real moments like he did with no, Melissa. Like with, with what's her face? Yeah. Yeah, Melissa. I think the the raccoon dying really, maybe really did got to him. I don't know. Well, I think it should have played. We'll get to that, but let me tell you about my yeah, background. Do. I first, <clears throat> I first watched. This is the first Ace Ventura movie I saw. I told you uh -huh. last time I didn't see the first movie until last year. I saw this movie back in, like, what was it, 2010 or something? About 12 years ago mm -hmm. or so. In high school, I was in media class. Me and my friend Justin. I think you've met him. Probably. Justin Taylor, yeah, yeah, yeah. short redhead. He went I think to a he movie was Rise with of us. Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. I have a Justin, too. Oh, wow. You met him. Why don't we bring... Hey, why don't we meet at the park? We'll bring our Justins, <laughs> and we'll have a play date. It'll be fun. I got a Justin <laughs> in my room. I'll go get him. It'll be fun. We'll shoot him together. Oh, boy. Can I sidebar real quick? No. Sidebar. We need Go ahead. to get a YouTube channel with all that stuff we, we were we were riffing oh about my, today, yes. and we need to read some of our conversation oh, on our one hundred. Especially episode. late last night. That late last night was gold. Yeah, I woke up here, we're, in the words of Joe. I woke up to another fucking novel. No, I <laughs> I had to catch up, and I'm laying there in bed, and, and Krista's sleeping because it's the morning, and uh, mm -hmm. the. The once again, I'm asking you to strike me down. I was dying. And dude, <laughs> dude, when you said that thing, I have to find this. I have to find this. Um, you keep just go ahead and talk about your experience oh, yeah. here. No, no. Well, it was in our class, and we were making these short little video projects where we had to dub over the audio from the movie. And we decided to do a scene from Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. I think my teacher had that movie in the classroom. So we're like, oh, that's funny. Let's do that. And it was, did you find it? Yeah, but I, I have it. So keep going. Okay, I'll finish telling the story. But we were, it was, we were doing our editing project and we were doing the dubbing. And it was the scene when Greenwald goes up to the temple and gets up in his face and he screams. Yeah, yeah. And when he says, your question is, your request is not unlike your lower intestine stinky and loaded with danger i think we we're talking about like a weather report oh my gosh we we're like dubbing it over with a weather report Jeez. and that that was so much fun to work on i bet it and was that's, and i don't think we watched i think we ended up watching a big chunk of the movie when we were when we were doing that just in the classroom but eventually i watched the whole thing it's a hilarious movie, but yes, there are it. It kind of goes next level, in not the best ways. It kind of takes it up a notch. It's even probably a little bit, maybe, arguably more offensive than the first one was. But yeah, it still made me laugh. Yeah, there's so. some stuff in but here. But at the same time, there's some stuff in there that is like, okay, this would not fly 
today. And that's the reason why I'll get, I'll let you get to the thing in a second, but that's the reason why I think a, maybe a new Ace Ventura isn't such a good idea. No. Cause this franchise is a little too in politically incorrect. And they could, to, I mean, they could obviously do it not as offensive, but right. I mean, but then it would lose yeah. some of its edge. I mean, I don't want to be, Oh, it's edgy because it's, offensive. we don't need, you know, another one. Because look what happened with Dumb and one. Dumber. And then you run you run the risk of making another one and then having it be like, oh, it's just a greatest hits. Yeah, and they're thing. trying too like, hard. Tell the same jokes and like Dumb yeah. and Dumber Two. Awful sequel. Fun, like, we oh, we got that. the guys back, but not good. The premise. Eh, yeah. Who knows? But tell me what okay, did you, did you this, find it? Yes. Um so so just for background. Our buddies, Brandon and Joel, who, if you're listening, you've heard about them, um, Joel specifically. And thanks for that intro, by the way, buddy. Thanks, Joel. You did a great job once again. Yeah, for the most part. I can't, for we can't just parts. ever straight up compliment him. <laughs> all right. Let's do it now. I can't. I can't physically do it. <laughs> but we were talking about getting a YouTube channel together, so we were just kind of riffing back and forth on like jokey ideas but we really do want to get one started but anyway christian says joel likes <laughs> i can't even get through this joel likes <laughs> this isn't even the part i was laughing at um okay so i said i'm just spitting out ideas like so we each do one of the other like we all do one of the other guys's hobbies and just you know, a fish out of water type thing. So I said, so we do a pickup basketball game because that's, you know, that would be my thing. Video games for Christian, whatever weird stuff Joel is into, and then have a day of staring into a void like Brandon. It'll be fun. And then Christian responds to that directly and says, Joel likes grading dildos. And then I said, we can see who's best at other hobbies. Can't wait to do a dildo unboxing video. <laughs> then Christian says this part. I was literally, to use Christian's word, wheezing. In my office, alone, tears, literally, not exaggerating, streaming mm. down my face. Because I could picture this so perfectly. Joel opens box all excited <laughs> until he sees what it is. Okay. Are you fucking me right now? <laughs> I was dying. I was absolutely dying. And then Christian, um, apparently I didn't read this thoroughly enough, but, oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did read this one. Pulls it out as it wriggles around before fake laughing, doing his joke on a dick expression, then throwing it against the wall before storming out as the camera shakes with each stomp and a door slam. <laughs> and I said, that's episode one. He thinks he's unboxing a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh directly into the mic because I don't have my windscreen. <laughs> so if you're hearing a little uh, bit of distortion, that's why. Oh, my but, gosh. Oh my, yeah, I remember reading that. And that you, you were laughing so hard. And then you laughed really hard at me doing the Palpatine. Fuck me. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay we had a debate we had a debate late last night about how how good or bad Palpatine looked in the Obi-Wan finale how what how good or bad Palpatine looked 
in oh, the yeah. Obi-Wan finale. He looked fine. Joel's just... And at some point, I, they're like, Joel says, it looks like a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I posted a picture of him from Revenge of the Sith. And I was like, well, at least he doesn't look like fucking Robin Williams in latex. You didn't put a, with- you didn't put a spoiler alert out. I don't care. People have watched it. Uh, well, maybe. I sure hope so. Okay. Hold on. Let's play the instant replay. Alright, but anyway, you yes. want to talk about Ace Ventura? Any spoiler alert. Yes, Ace Ventura. Alright. Do you have any fun little things? Oh shiz it. I don't know. Do um you? I didn't I have a I have the Wikipedia page up here. It looks like If you like have some fun ones, you can. Jim Curry originally replaced originally replaced the original director. Alright, what? Well, yeah, it's a different director. He re- he replaced. There was. Hold on. This is kind of funny. When driving to the consulate for the first time, Jim Carrey forgot his lines, so instead started singing the theme from the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Both actors stayed in character, and the director loved it so much that they kept it in. That's oh, awesome. Oh, maybe this explains why he. Yeah, go ahead. It was. It was originally. Uh, Tom DiCercio. Tom DiCercio? Excuse me. But Jim Carrey replaced the director with his friend Steve Odekirk, who wrote the first movie screenplay. And he had a deep knowledge of the character, so Jim Carrey was more comfortable with him as the director. Originally, Spike Jones wanted to direct the film. Oh. Quote, unquote. But Carrey turned him down as he also had no experience but he mainly did not know him well enough. Carey claims this to be one of his biggest regrets. Yeah, Jim Carrey didn't really care for this. Dude, my eyes are stinging. According to Simon Callow, who he's one of the, I think he plays, uh, who's he play? It doesn't matter. Jim Carrey didn't really want to make this film, which made on-set experiences awkward. I think that kind of shows in the performance. Like, he's just like, I, whatever. And according kind to... Like Harrison Ford in Return of the Jedi... Yeah, and according to Jeff Daniels, Jim Carrey had explained to him the reasons why he didn't like the sequel much. He disliked the whole Ace is afraid of bats angle, as he found it to be cheap, and even fought with the director about changing the script so that Ace was merely allergic to bats. Carrey was also very nervous about the film's depiction of the native characters, and that people might take offense to them. He's even surprised the film hasn't been outright banned. So, yeah. It is very offensive. Yeah. Well, Jim Carrey, why are you saying lines? I'm not going to say the line because it's pretty bad, but I texted it to you earlier. Oh, the <laughs> when he's drumming? Yeah. I guess I didn't realize and that was like, an offensive why line. Why would you say that? It kind of is. I didn't, I just, I didn't realize it. Oh. Oh. But yes, yeah, so the way... Yeah, and the way that they worship a white bat. Yeah, a little weird. That's a little offensive. Kind of, it's symbolically like white superiority type of thing, and the movie deals with that as as the main plot, being that this rich white guy wants to have these tribes war with each other so he can take the land, basically, for its value. not a great look. Or the value of its uh, wildlife. Bro. And what they produce. What? Who? Which character is Hitu or Hitu? Hitu? 
that is the body the 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 security guy who who I did not realize uh, this regulates the two tribes. I didn't know he's this, but he's played by. At, listen, I'm not going to offend he's, anybody. I just read. I yeah, he just played read Killer Croc he was in the Mummy Returns. He played Killer Croc in the first Suicide Squad Suicide awful movie. Squad. He's also in the Mummy Returns. All right, I read good stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize him because when he's Killer he's Croc, he's in stuff. you know makeup and stuff. But uh, do you want to get into Act right. One? Uh, why don't we do All that? All right, it's quick. Mr. Ventura, so looking forward to your arrival. <laughs> Funny, it didn't seem that painful when you were doing it to the horse. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, Mr. Ventura has an affinity for animals. Shall we? Shall we? Tell me, Mr. Ventura, just how good are you? You're an extreme workaholic. You recently returned from a short trip to Gotan in Northern Africa. And upon your return, you more than likely took a nasty spill because of some... shoddy masonry work. Very impressive. You might want to ask how. Surely. The abrasion on the palm of your left hand is a type 1 sustains breaking a fall of 3 to 5 feet. The small remnants of plaster on the tip of your shoe pointed to a careless mason being the culprit. Your new watch, a quality forgery of a Cartier, was most likely purchased through the North African black market known to reside in Gotan. <sighs> and by work habits? Yes. A workaholic. The urine stain on your pants would signify that you're a single shake man. Far too busy for the follow-up jiggle. Brilliant, Mr. Ventura. Simply brilliant. Spank you, Greenwall. Thank you very much. Act one. Ace is climbing a mountain in search of a lost raccoon from a plane crash. He makes it and up the mountain and goes on a daring rescue only to have the raccoon's harness break and he falls to his death. Fulton Greenwall makes his way up a billion stairs to a Buddhist temple in search of Ace who is presumably here and lost the will to carry on as a detective. The leader of the Buddhists convinces Ace to take the case of the missing animal that Greenwall speaks of. The whole colony, I don't think they're a colony, but that's just the word I use. A monastery? Yeah, the, the, the whole everybody in there celebrates as he leaves. He has one more bit of business to take care of as he wants to do the slinky down the stairs, down this giant stare face but it stops just short of the ground on the plane Greenwall explains while Ace is doing animal mating noises that a sacred animal has been taken in the midst of a royal wedding between two tribes and there will be a war if it's not found Ace takes a shortcut to the consulate and they meet him Vincent Cadby they get the scoop on the suspects of the theft at hand. It's two Australian guys whose names I can't remember off the top of my head, but they come in. Mick, Katie is one of them, and I can't remember the other one. It comes back later. I'll tell you in a sec. And the, he, they get they get the scoop on them. Ace knocks the Monopoly guy out and wears him as a shawl. Before they leave, <laughs> they also meet... What is his name? I don't know, but they... When before they leave, what? Cadby shows Ace his hunting room of death. 
on with the mission. Also in this act, I will make a note that he sees some white... Ace does detecting visually and um, sees some white, what he thinks is plaster, on Cadby's boot. But who do we meet? Gaji is the other Australian guy, but Quinn. Quinn is the guy... Oh, Bob Gunton. Yeah, he's the guy. He has a bird on his shoulder. Don't they meet? He plays. He plays excellent? the warden in Shawshank. Yeah, he does. But the, I think he they also meet makes him. a cameo in the new Ghostbusters movie. You really want to do those, don't but you? But I will. We're going to do them. I'm not going to elaborate anymore until we watch them. Fine. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote. I wrote that this act just seems super bizarre and random. Almost like it. Like Ace doesn't fit well, in the, the rest of the environment. Well, the movie opens completely like bizarre tone from the first one with just this big sweeping orchestral score we're getting all these aerial photographies like they're shooting lord of the rings or something right and hey i think we found him it zooms in and he turns the turn around to the camera. if you were me then i'd you be you careful with that you'll put someone's eye out yeah it just seems like this whole move it's the way the acts... A lot of this movie is him mugging for the camera. Yeah. Even more so than the last one. I do like when he finds a little bird. Hungry fella? Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that grossed me out, to be honest with you. That'll hold you over for a little yeah. while. But, hold on. Okay, I was... Sorry, that was very weird. But I was making what sure was that... that for? Because for a second it sounded like... I was hearing myself out of my computer instead of my headphones. Oh. But that's not oh the my. case. Yeah, the bird. I'm on the case. Good. Oh, and did you notice when What's-His-Face makes it to the top of the stairs? Guess what he does? What's he do? Takes he his takes hat his off. off. Just like freaking Christian Bale. But that's a little different because it's hot, so I think like he's trying to cool off. But that's just what you do. Okay. That's the exclamation point. I've reached the end of this journey. And it's always when you're climbing up. One of the why were they so excited that Ace was leaving? Probably because Ace was annoying. He didn't seem yeah. like he was just in there by himself. Well, maybe he has these meditations. That true. No. Take this. He has these meditations Here, where take my medallion. <laughs> I can't take your medallion. I don't like it anymore. I thought that line's always funny to me. It's okay, take it. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> it took you 80 years to achieve. Oh, man. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there. Master, I will treasure this always. Or whatever. I've never seen them act like that before. I, I do, one of Let my favorite scenes in the entire two film franchise, and this was one of those scenes that we replayed over and over is the slinky scene because i always just okay. thought you know the isn't this incredible there's gotta be some kind of a record yeah. and then he sings a song yeah. and he gets to the very bottom and it just doesn't quite make oh can you believe it it we was so right there close. can i do it one more time let's do I'm all sorry, the things that you want to do you want to do love that line i use that yes. line i love the there's Someone on the wing. <laughs> yeah, the what William Shatner. after that? Some. Yeah. Thing. Thing. I'm sorry, what were you saying? 
Yeah, he's just so. There's a whole the pile of sunflower oh. seeds. Another little foreshadow, though the uh, the animal mating calls that skill that comes back later. Mm-hmm. Yak, yak. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> Why? Yes, I have one right here. <laughs> it's a little bulky, but I consider it carry on. Peanuts. Oh, I see. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines too. I know you made a joke in a couple episodes ago. I did, didn't I? I remember you saying that. It's bulky, but I consider it carry-on. It's good. It's good-ish. No, one of my favorite parts is when I I watched, I took a walk earlier. I brought my phone, and I watched on my phone as I sat down at a, a park of some sort. Yes. And when they're driving down the road, number one, you see you see him, like, doing, like, this thing. Oh, where's Bob? He's, like, he's over-exaggerating. around, but... The but they're on uh, the the a concrete street. Yes, very funny. Very Whenever funny. I am, and then it cuts to showing a subway billboard. Yeah, and they're supposed to be in fucking yeah. Africa, and it's subway next exit. You know why? Because they filmed it in South Carolina mm. in San Antonio. And <laughs> so I pro they probably filmed that with the billboard and thought it would be funny. It was to have that. Oh my. I we have to make it left to the woods. Whenever I am driving and there, it's a little bumpy. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. You yep, do that. I do that with my body. Does he say the yummy line too in this movie that you always quote? Yeah, he said it a couple times. I think. Oh yeah, yummy. the yummy, the 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 guano the fruit paste, guano bowl. Which I have a Collect the I had set. a realization with that, and I'll talk about it when we get to it. But remember my realization. About the well, I'll just say it right now before I forget. About the guano, the food paste. Yeah, I thought the paste was made from guano. It's the bowl. So ah. he's still grossed out because he's licking the bowl. But anyway. Right. Yeah, the, the other part that was a frequent oh, yeah. replay, right. a part that I always looked forward to, was the Monopoly guy dance number and the projector. Oh, my. The projector bit. The Monopoly guy part. I laughed. Thanks for the free That's one market. of my favorite parts. Activist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part. Enjoy the fruits of nature. You should try it sometime, Mr. Ventura, or whatever she says. Alrighty then. Punches a guy. Which, that's assault. Takes it literally. You're right. Yeah, but he's doing what she La said da. in his eyes. <laughs> there is one thing. Da, da. He... La. <laughs> yeah, that part. I love that. The projector. <laughs> honk, 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 honk. Hi, oh, Silver, away! Away! That's, yeah. Love it. That's another quotable moment. It is that I quote almost um, uh, weekly, I will say. Weekly. Why uh, did he roll the car? Because we got to turn it up a notch. This whole movie, the whole thing about the seek being a sequel is that they just take what worked from the first one and they just turn it up to the next level. And that was part of that. He like a glove. A glove. They had to get that line in. Oh, no. I love when he opens the door, too, and he just slams it into the car next to him. Yeah. Without any worry. <laughs> um, can you explain? Oh, yeah, you're a detective? Then uh, tell me what I did this morning. <gasps> he does that a couple you times. You slipped and fell. You hurt your hand. You got pace on your shoes. It was a bad work accident. Ah, la, 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 la. I, he does the oh, fast talking bit 
uh, a couple times in this in this movie, yeah. which he does a couple times in the last one too. That's his thing. A lot of the mm-hmm. stuff is reused. A lot of the same beats are reused in the in this one. I I guess my main I just I kind of wish this was more related to the last one, like story wise. Why did we have to go to Africa? Because nature calls. I they know, had to get him out of. They had to get him in a new environment. There's this, there's things about, and we'll. I want to talk about that later because we haven't gotten to those moments yet. But there's things in this movie that seem contradict. They, they contradict the character in order to get a laugh. Yeah, like the bat. And thing. we'll see that later on. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's exactly. supposed to love all animals. Like he's supposed to love all animals, but and I would understand if he doesn't like one particular animal. But I think he was right to go to call out and tell the director, "Hey, I think we should make it be an allergy." And it didn't to bats, and that's why he doesn't. That would be bats. like if God. It's a little out of character. That would be like if God was like, "Hey, my whole thing is I love everybody, even if they don't uh, believe in me. But because I created them, I still love them. I want them to follow me. I love them because they're my creation. They're my children." Uh, yeah, okay, uh, Joel's coming up. Oh, no. Not him. Oh. He's the one. Uh-uh. Nope. That would be like that. You said you were going to not say things about Joel. That's I didn't okay. say it was our one. Joel. I just, I pulled a random name. He oh. doesn't even know. <laughs> he doesn't even know what or who God is. It doesn't matter. Oh. We have to explain it every time he's on the show. Poor hey, guy. He was raised Catholic, you asshole. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Peace that's be with right. you. That's right. Mm. That's what. That's, um, that's that's their thing. That's not an insult. Right. Yeah, and also with you, but fucker. I'm trying. There is. I I think the movie does do a good job with one aspect of Ace's character in terms of him calling out people for their animal cruelty. Yeah. Like when I I hadn't seen the movie in a long time, but when he saw, when I saw the guy whipping the horse with the thing. Oh yeah, and then he hit. I was him. just thinking to myself. I was thinking, is he gonna take that? I, is he gonna take that thing and like hit him with it and be like, how do you like that? Like I I had a feeling he was gonna do something like that, and he did. And I liked that he that he it just adds a little a little more element to the character, bit. like criticizing other people for their animal. Like not appreciating the animals. Well, and then the the hunting room. Like he does. You know he he has, yeah. he freaks out in there, and does the Jim Carreyisms where he just makes a bunch of noises. <gasps> yeah. Is there something wrong, Mister Ventura? No, nothing wrong. It is a lovely room. Of, I can't a even. A lovely do room it. of death. It is a lovely room of death. Alrighty, take care now. Bye bye then. Down, Boba. Yeah, the elephant sits on like this. I this movie just has a lot of random stuff, but it's fine. But we do. I pack your things. We're leaving. Do we meet Quinn in this within this act? We do. And what is he also? This is my Raven quick, Tinky. What is the consulate? What is this place? And who is Cadby? What is he? Who is he? That's a good question. You don't know. Uh, like, what is a consulate? I, I think this is supposed to be like. Uh, like an embassy. No, this is exactly what it's alluding to: the British, British occupation of like India. Oh, okay, 
sort of a thing. But they're not in India. They're in Africa. Same idea. But it's that similar idea where he, I don't know. I should have been paying more attention. But he apparently has some form of ownership over the land. Probably he's rich. Or in the territory, in the region, in the region. He's almost like a plantation oh, owner yikes. of a sort. But, and I'm not saying that to be offensive. I did not. I didn't mean it that no, way. No, I I know. I'm just saying that he just is like the guy that owns the region or something, or runs the region. Right. And the other guy, he too manages the tribes that live within that area. Gotcha. So a consulate is like, uh, it's almost like an embassy. I think. Okay. I should know this. I was very into politics in school. It's like an occupation. Consulate. Well, cool. Let's look. Well, let's look it up. I looked and it was just like, yeah, to console somebody. I'm like, that's that's not what I want. No, that can't be right. And I'm sure Hold it is. Con console. I'm checking it out as we speak. All right, check it out. This, I think, this first act has all the bits besides. Well, no, there's there's bits from each one that are memorable, but it has some of my favorites. But everyone wants a slinky. I gotta get a slinky. Slinky, slinky, go, slinky, go. Okay, I have something. Yes. But it's not very helpful. The place or building in which a consul's duties are carried out. So what's a consul? A con the consulate. So Cadby is a consul. What does he do? A type of diplomatic mission. This is a consular ship. Okay. A type of diplomatic mission is usually subordinate to the state's main representation in the capital of that foreign country. Host state, usually an embassy. So it is like an okay. embassy. So just to summarize this act, Ace comes out of retirement to find this bat. This Well, at this point he doesn't know. It's a sacred animal. And because it was taken from the... What? Wachiti, Wachati, and Wachutu. Yeah, it was taken from the Wachiti tribe. And yes. the princess from the Wachiti tribe is going to marry one of the fellas from the Wachutu. The prince. And yes. why is this that bat? Guy, why would that cause a war? Because the bat, if while you were like Ace Ventura, you were looking, someone on the wing. If the bat isn't back in time... The princess of the Wachitis was going to was offering the bat as a dowry. Oh, and that would have been the wedding gift. I gotcha. Basically. And if the wedding gift isn't there, then oh, you're lying to us. Gotcha. And guess what? We're gonna have war now. So that's their custom, according to this movie. And war, but is hell. <clears throat> he wants to go to war. Yeah, I. He loves war. I have war. some questions so about go that to hell. part. But yeah. the, I mean, the act one, that's it. Ace comes out, tries to find the, agrees to find the thing. And uh, well, there was something I wanted to point out, but I can't remember. Uh, quick refresh. What were we just talking about? That's when I thought of it. Summarizing act one. Ace comes out of retirement. Um, He comes out of retirement. Oh, here's what I wanted yeah. to say. He comes out of retirement a little too quick. And I know I'm trying to add depth to a movie, Ace Ventura, for crying out loud. It's a comedy. There's not really a whole lot. Yeah. It's like what we talked about, Austin Powers. It's pretty it's like face value. The shallow end yeah, of the pretty pool. face value. But I think they should have had 
add a little more weight to the grief and have the monkey be the one that dies. His pet monkey. Yeah. Which would have been nice if we had more of a relationship with the monkey in the first movie. I think they did that in the animated series. Yeah, there was an animated series. Yeah, there was. Jeez. Maybe we can do it someday. No. But but just him, like, he's all torn up because of this raccoon. Which, that was poor, sad. Poor little fella. He was a cute that little, they killed a... He genuinely cared about the little guy. And listen, he's not heavy. Like, that part was a little dramatic, no. but they had to have a reason for him to go into a life of solitude. But he could have easily adjusted his grip and grabbed the raccoon. I mean, he's like Luke Skywalker. In in the uh, critically acclaimed Last Jedi, I mean something tragic happens and he goes into hiding. Sure, but that movie should have won some All right. Academy Awards. You, um, but anyway, that, yeah, in the la- in in this movie, um, yeah, I would have liked it it to be a little more meaningful. Maybe if it was the monkey, it would have been more meaningful because that was his pet. But he wasn't like rescuing him the pet. That much stuff, having that much grief with the death of this raccoon. Well, I think it. But that kind of also shows that he loves all animals right. that intensely. I think it, except for when he's beating the shit out of them. Right. That yeah, a little inconsistent this this movie. Yeah. But that almost speaks more to his love for animals that he would lose it over losing an animal that he didn't have a relationship with. You know, that he cares that much. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his mission, was to rescue that animal, and he couldn't do it. He failed the he failed the animal, and he failed himself. Like, they could have made this... In that, in that they sense. could have taken a different angle. Like, he, he struggles with that the entire time. Or, you know... Yeah. Not as good at like, his I job. I can't fail this mission like I failed the last one. Right, like a redemption thing. The sacred right. raccoon. Like, it could have been... A raccoon instead, right. or something. I don't know. They didn't think yeah. that hard about this movie. Yeah, hey, I think we're. I think we're working on the script for part. No, three we here. are not. We absolutely aren't. But if they do do a part three, then do it in maybe like Michigan. Sure. Why? <laughs> I'm looking for the Grand Turtle of Mackinac. Have you seen it anywhere? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Great Wolf of Great Wolf Lodge. Oh my gosh. The Never Michigan mind. Wolverine. <laughs> they could do they could do another sports one. They take uh they take Jim Harbaugh. Hail to the victor. Yeah, they take Jim Harbaugh yeah. and the team's mascot. Uh, oh, that would be hilarious. The Wolverine. You know it. That would be hilarious. Jim Harbaugh would agree to I it. I think. He's a character. Mm-hmm. For those that aren't familiar with sports, Tom ball, Brady. Tom Brady. Tom oh, Brady. It would have to be Tom Brady gets kidnapped. It would have to be him or Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, one of the big profile ones, and somebody that's comfortable being on screen. All those guys have done commercials regularly or been in uh, like TV shows. Tiger. So, yeah. Tiger Woods. I mean, he's not a football player, but... Yeah, but they'd probably want to focus on... If they were going to do a sports angle, they'd probably want to pick a sport. Okay. Are you fucking me right now? No, I'm not. I'm. Uh, we're actually virtual right now, so... I, I couldn't oh, physically right. be doing that, even if I wanted to. So I can to. put my pants back on. You don't have to. 
I'm reading. Okay. I didn't see you. But that's kind of Act One. I'm wearing. If you're pants, ready to go to Act Two way. already, we can. I'm ready. All right, we're whizzing right through, just like they did with the script. with the smallpox all-knowing one. I'm here on business and time is of the essence. Very well. What answer do you seek? I need to know what it is the Wachatis possess that is of great value to civilized man. The medallion will lead you to the answer. You do still have the medallion, don't you? Medallion? Why, surely. I left it back, uh, with my body. Your aura is weakening. Okay, I threw it in the cave! What do you want from me? What are you, Mr. Perfect? You want to know where it is? It's probably lying in a big pile of... Act two, Ace and Greenwall trudge through the jungle and make it to the Wachiti tribe to investigate the area. We learn that the missing animal is a bat and Ace hates bats. Ace disrespects several local cultures, including the balance pole guy, the chief, the sacred white bat shrine, the, the native language, the customs. Ace sneaks away from the virgin dance celebration to investigate the bat cage to get clues. He dusts the entire shrine and finds nothing until he tips the cage over and finds a blackbird feather. Later that night, he blows spit wads at the balancing dude and touches tongues with the princess. We head to the bat cave to get clues and Ace finds another bird feather and suspects Quinn and his pet crow or raven 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 from the earlier part of the film so he goes undercover as several animals ending with the most iconic comedic scene in cinema history the rhino scene spike the monkey tases quinn so ace can interrogate him to get info about the bat and learns he didn't steal the bat while he is wandering through the woods he's hit with a poison numbing dart believed to be from the wachutu tribe he has to get to the medicine man of the Wachutu tribe, but they are savage people. Their words, not mine. So he has to go incog... Hang on. Okay. He has to go incognito... Where am I? He does so during a dance with a mask like and gets caught along with Uda. Oda? Uda? Uda? What's the guy's name? Uh... 
Criminal Machiti. I don't know. He has to do a series of grueling tasks to survive and be set free. He passes all the tests except the fight with the local tiny warrior, which I put that in here. I later found out he is credited in the credits as Tiny Warrior. So I did not know that when I wrote it. Uh. In which he gains the friendship of the tribe due to his humorous antics. He gets shot with a dart that actually isn't poisonous, meaning the Wachutus didn't dart him in the first place. It was the big game poachers, Mick, Katie, and Ganji, and they have the bat. Ace lures them out of their hut, but not for long, and they knock him out and tie him to a raft in the river. He goes over a waterfall and then beats up a river croc or alligator. I don't know what it is. After meditating and astral projecting to his old temple, he realizes that the motive for stealing the bat and causing the two tribes to fight is because the bat poop guano is valuable. Uda. Uda. Okay. Uda. Yeah, this is where it kind of gets... And that's another thing. They make the... That's another insult. And they make him stupid. I don't think he's stupid. He's just kind of a goof. Well, I still think of it that way. I mean, it's kind of another... Well, they... Like you, like you said in your little summary there, they they kind of insult the native. They he makes fun of the the way they talk, their customs. Bumblebee tuna. He disrespects the guy on the the balance earthquake test thing, the totem. Um, in hindsight, you know, I probably thought that was funnier back Me then. Me too. But now I'm looking at it through a new lens. Through the it's like okay, today. In modern times is very politically incorrect. So we look at it through that lens. Whereas back in the day, it was probably hysterically funny. The the only way that would work today... And we were younger, too. The only way that, that, way that would work today is you have those jokes or whatever, but then he realizes, oh, and has like a moment where he changes his ways and he apologizes to him and makes it right and does all that. That's right. But that, it's never like... He just carries on. Like, ah, it's I mean, funny to make fun of even, cultures. It even makes fun of the monks. Your balls are showing. One of my favorite lines. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, it kind of, it, 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 it does this, like, how modern, like, white culture sees these other cultures yeah. sort of thing. And... The one way you could take it as the movie is criticizing that worldview in a way. Yeah. By by exaggerating it. Kind of like how like when they're at the house in the last act, when they go to the consulate and he's like, Oh well we we've lived with each next to each other for so long we think of each other as family. And then he plucks something off a plate being carried by a black right. man. And I'm thinking, okay, that's some nice, like, subtle kind of criticism there. Like, there's something not right with this guy. He's a bad customer. Well, it's but, the classic, hey, hey, I'm not racist. I have two black friends. It's that type oh. of thing. I'm not saying <clears throat> that. I'm saying that's what it's like. Right. Just so we're right. all clear, that's, it, it's like a satire of that. Ooh, fun fact. It better be fun. Fun fact for you. That guy, the little tiny warrior with Chutu Prince. Yeah. That's Tommy Davidson. Yep. And he plays Oscar Proud in the Proud family. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I thought he looked familiar. 
because I've seen him in some other stuff too. Well, you wouldn't have known him, but from he's the from Proud In family. Living Color. He's from In Living Color. Oh, cool! That Jim Carrey was oh, also yeah. as Fire Marshal Bill and so on. Sidebar: Did you know that Fire Marshal Bill? I didn't know that character, but he Jim Carrey appears in a cameo as him in his own movie, Liar Liar. No. In the background way. of the end. After the plane, you know, after he gets flung off the the ladder, he's one of the firemen as that character in the background. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's great. But yeah, this act. But I was gonna say when the when the seduction dance is going on, I'm getting what I deserve. I'm reaping what I'm reaping what yeah. I sow. <laughs> <gasps> holy, holy, holy. <laughs> She's coming over. She's coming over. Good thoughts, good thoughts. Bad thoughts go away. Oh, hi. They, they kind of forced that little I'm bit. I'm a child too. of light. They forced that little bit. Yeah, they like, did. Are, are we trying they? to make a a love connection? It, it didn't, that didn't and now, work. And now it's going to the thing like white outsider. Yeah, because in the end, falls in love they have this and, terrible joke. And I'm like, oh, yikes. But uh, and it doesn't make sense at no, the end either. It doesn't, given what happens in that scene. No, let's go back to the beginning though. There, he finds out that it's what, a bat. Do you like the mat? The what? The bat. Do I like? Oh, the bat? he finds out that it's a. He finds out it's a. Bat. Oh yeah, and then it's a uh, it's Shikaka. And and that's also yeah, because he uses that like as a joke. Shikaka, poop, haha. Yeah, Shikaka, Shikasha. Ah, shish kebab, dude. You know Shawshank what's Redemption. disgusting? What? Allow me to prepare my own greeting. Oh yeah, that part is disgusting. When they all and come they walk out, out that's Ugh. they all come out, huh? It looks like bukaki. Yeah, which yeah. we know Joel understands Ugh. that reference. If if anything, that's how Joel looks on a good night. Oh. Hey, again, uh, I did not say that, Joel. I didn't. Christian said it, and I just reacted. Now I can hear Brandon. See, you do that. It's you. It is. You're the enabler, dude. That's right. okay. I need Let's to stop go doing that. I need to stop doing that. Let's go golfing, says the guy who makes fun of it every time I bring it oh, up. Oh, no, sorry. It's just watching it. Like, I enjoy doing it. Okay, I, I've gone a couple times. Are you good at golf? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. I can't hit the ball straight. I have to angle myself left. Have you tried? Yeah, I've tried. And no matter what, I I don't play enough. Because in order to play, you like unless you live on a I, golf course, you have to pay. Listen, and I'm not going to go. I'm not the best golfer in the world. That's what makes either. it fun. But I do like. I do like going out there and seeing all the courses. Some of these courses are really pretty. Yeah. To walk and and just play them. Well, and here's the here's so the like fun that. part. You have to go. There's either. Me and my dad go golfing. Uh, either you're good at it as frequently as we should, or at least decent at it. I'm not very good at it. I'm uh, I'm somewhat good at. And it. And then you go with other people that are decent at it that aren't going to just be goofing off, or you know you're bad and you're going. To just have fun with other people that are bad. Like, that's why we need to go. And, like, I just love the atmosphere of it. Like, that early morning, 
you know, get, you know, going with your buddies. Oh, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter what you time it is. Father's you have Day. a drink, a couple drinks on the golf we cart. Had a, we had a Father's and Day And a cigar. Outing, and we did get some beer. It's fun, dude. Like, I love a cigar. Dude, you when you're saying that, and I, okay, Joel, we're just, it's just funny. I can just, can you imagine Joel... Dude, he has Golfing, even if he just drives the cart. Off. He doesn't even have to play, but he has to go with us. What's a golf? I'm not even here to I'm just here for the fucking beer. Dude, he would be so funny. We should I, I'm thinking maybe I like later agree. August, maybe September when it's still warm enough, but not super warm, and like stuff has kind of slowed down for me because my July is packed. And it has to be a weekend, so then we can go in the morning. Anyway. Joel, mm -hmm. go golfing with us. Brandon, you're already in. And then, yeah, we'll have a good time. But this act, they he finds out it's a bat. He hates bats. Not consistent with his character. Throws the throws a medallion. Throws the torch. In the cave. Loses those. Yep. Um, it's in my hair. It's what? in my hair. What? Um, what does Quinn say like when he's interrogating him what does he say like how does he play into all this quinn owns the well here's another commentary on white colonialism he owns a wildlife reserve within the consul's uh region right so he the motive presumably is that he had the white bat kidnapped which is what his plan was he told ace as much that he wanted the white bat because he thought it would be an attraction at his zoo or what or his wildlife reserve. So he, I don't think he's totally nefarious. No, but stealing somebody's okay. Well, I don't mean to make excuses for the guy stealing a a tribe's sacred animal is not kosher. But he didn't. Hello. He Ace lets him off. He the wanted hook. that to be kidnapped. Okay, yeah, right. But no, no, no. He's he told Ace like he hired the two poachers to get the bat, but they didn't know where it was either. Which he was lying, so maybe he was in on it. He probably was. It's a little convoluted with him being. Mm -hmm. But since we're talking about that, we have to talk about the funniest scene in this entire movie. Is the, the rhino. rhino scene? That oh, part yeah. is the best. Yeah. Like his. The whole progression, like when the fan stops and he does that little, he has that face and he taps it and then taps it. Yeah, and then it does a little like, kind of hot in these rhinos. Yeah. Warm. Oh. <laughs> like that whole. <laughs> that sound of him pulling the underwear off, dude. Oh, when yeah. he's so sweaty. I wanted the sound. I thought it was going to make like a, like when you, you know, a wet washcloth and you throw it like yeah. on a hard surface and it goes like splat. I, it didn't do that sound. And then when I he goes out the to, butt, but, the noises that he makes. Yeah. <laughs> and the people, he's giving birth. How can you. Okay, argue how dumb? can you not tell that that's a human? And that that's not a real rhino. Rhinos don't have hands. Gal. But it's so and, funny. Okay. Okay. And this is where it goes into that whole montage of him following uh, Quinn and his bird. Yeah. Because he suspects them. Because he found his 
raven's feather under the oh yeah and he dusted the whole room do we not think that uh, that? quinn wouldn't realize there's a parachute attached to his vehicle i know but that's still freaking funny i thought (laughs) i thought the yeah it is funny that's why it's funny because it's ridiculous but no the him eating the zebra was not what ace would do i did not know and this is where we're getting to the pushing the limits of what is acceptable in the first movie him getting rampaged and that's not the right verb but him getting attacked by the shark was already over the top that's the most over the top moment in the whole movie is the shark like like dragging him back and right. forth but that was in a little Jaws. bit better taste right because the shark this was eating him instead of shows him like okay the guy driving by doesn't notice a person picking off bugs off a chimp. Right. Like in a group of chimps. And that part didn't bother me as much. It was the whole, I'm sitting with a bunch of wild lions. And how did he not hear the rhino? Eating, eating raw zebra. And you would not get in water with two hippos. No, much dude, less one hippos hippo are terrifying. Because they will kill you. Hippos are dangerous and they are terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But it's a not all cutesy cutesy. I wonder if those were his real ears. Were they his real ears? Probably, but I don't think you can actually physically do that. They're probably on some sort of string, or they were probably a prosthetic, something a little rigged up. He looked like Alfalfa. Yeah, yeah. But that part, I mean, the montage is a classic, and then he should yeah, have died. The, the parachute going thing, over though, the um, the waterfall, also, but yeah. doesn't and. Why does the monkey just... That's what got me, too. Like, his monkey just said, peace. He had a plan. jumped off on the nearest branch. He had a branch. plan. I mean, wouldn't you? Like, no, dude, we're approaching. Well, he jumped off because he thought he was going to die. It's survivor instinct. The, the war, waterfall. Oh, another funny moment is when he's running through the woods. Um, that's one moment that we make fun of, too, is when he gets uh, tranked. Uh, uh, and he's like swinging starting to get numb starting to get said three darts and three darts is too much too much and then he's running and does the, the yeah yeah so wait <laughs> why was he being shot and then they didn't get it and he's leaning against the tree and he's got like four more in his back hey. oh come on the other iconic part about this and that led to nothing. Yeah. Well, it did, because Mick, Katie, and... Why would they trank him and leave yeah, him that. there? Although, I excuse that, like, um, he was far enough, and the people were close enough to rescue him. They're the crappiest... Okay, no. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, you can't think too hard with this movie. Why would they go through the trouble of chasing him and tranquilizing him if they were just going to let him, okay, we got him, let's go, like... He's going to wake up. Yeah. Or no, they thought they pumped. Okay, re- rewind. They thought they pumped enough tranquilizer in him that it would be fatal, I think. But he was discovered by the Wachitis. Probably. Remember, because he's in the healing house. Yeah. 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 Talking to the girl. The princess. Like patting his face. Yeah, the princess. Uh... What else is there? I mean, there's a lot. There, uh, the fight with the tiny warrior when he gets oh, the yeah the things in his legs. Ah! 
Yeah, that's a hit moment. That's something me and my buddies always laugh at. That's too, a classic meme. That's a classic moment. That's a meme. Um, I mean, that's fun. Don't just stand there. Throw me a spear. <laughs> in the other leg. <laughs> it's in the bone. It's in the bone. It's in the bone. And the, you thought, like, okay. it, I got hyped for a minute, and then I remembered that he still ends up losing, but when his hair, when he changes his hair, and it, nobody messes with the dew, and then he, it doesn't, yeah. like, you think, oh, he's about to go off, and then he doesn't. No. But hey, I don't know, man. It's whatever. But uh Yeah, I didn't really the only thing that bugs me a little bit is the whole why do we need a second montage? Because Ace Ventura Pet hey, Detective sequels. only had the one where he's trying to find the ring. And this one we got the whole I'm following Bunt or uh, what? Bob Gunter's a Well thing. he's following Quinn. And now he's he's doing this. We got to do the challenges of the Wachutus or whatever it, to prove. Pet yourself. Detective had two montages. You know, in this movie, I found myself laughing less and less. As it yeah, went me on. too. I kind of just wanted this one to be over. But um, he there. The ending's really a. Oh, I know. It just like what? That's it. But I wish we would have got another guy in a mascot. Blow me. <laughs> He, the, the eagles the, it would have fit the movie if he was just there but the um the um there is another montage in pet detective after he finds out that lois einhorn is a man it montages him burning his clothes and brushing his teeth and taking a shower and stuff oh that's yeah. true lots of parallels but it's way shorter lots of parallels it's like the it's like okay we got we got a sequel. We got to do what we did well in the first one and do it We need more. Naked Ace. And we need... Crawling out of a rhino. We need fast talking. I'll say, though, that bat is ugly and terrifying looking. Spencer, I I don't think... I don't really feel you get a good enough look at it to make... Well, his mouth is really all red. Harsh. Well, it's a bat. Yeah. Which is... But the thing Bats is... Bats are scary. Uh, what is going on with Ace in this movie is what is what I like to call... Actually, I'm going to cut this out. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> but no, I'll save it. I'll, I'll save that for when we get to the end. Okay. But that was a big waste sure of time. Sure was. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. What else happens here? How does he? I mean, know? they figure it out. He Ooh, figures it out. Me. How does he know? How does he know where the second dart came from? What do you mean? How does he know where he's like? Oh, this is the dart that I was hit with earlier, and this that's is just, the dart it, that was made with the Wachutus. It just shows his detective skills again, and he knew the area. I know, but even at the end. I don't want to go too far. What part did you end Act Two again at? Um, <clears throat> after his I just astral want to make sure projection. I say it. And he okay. realizes, Guano. Yeah. I'm not. We're not there yet. But his detective skills aren't as great as you would think. No. But not in this one. They don't show it as much. Do you get that sense? Because you said in the last one that they made sure to. Because they did. To make him actually good at his in job. that one. This one you can chalk it up to he's been in seclusion for a while as a 
Um, he's rusty. Buddhist, yeah, he's rusty. But, I mean, he does have that moment in the beginning. I am now a child of light. Therefore, violence is not good to me. But I'm going to punch the shit out of this alligator. Yeah. Like, did he kill it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, might be dead. Don't start something you can't finish. That's that's uh, man. <laughs> he loves all animals. You, uh, a movie, you a movie's not really complete unless you're beating up an animal. No, and there was another scene too where he did something questionable to the animal that I was like, okay, that's still on un, uncharacteristic. Um, I can't remember what it is. I don't either. Huh. Maybe it was just the alligator one. Oh, no, it was the alligator and when he's with the lions eating the oh, zebra. Yeah. Like, that took it too far. Like, he would actually be probably very upset at the zebra being killed. But maybe he realizes this is nature. I think that's what it is. This is a circle of life. He respects okay. nature. Right. Because he doesn't right. like the room of death because that's a human taking no. away their... A life. You know, yeah. their their... They're replacing the value yes. of their lives with the value of how much they're worth. Right. Money. There you go. You Excellent. You nailed it. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, we're zipping right through. Your if, earthly money holds no appeal to me. You should go. Yeah. But I have not achieved enlightenment. <laughs> what about my medallion? My spiritual graduation medallion. That could also be offensive too. I I actually really like that moment. It's cool. It's weird. <laughs> I find it funny. Yeah, in a big pile I mean, of <gasps> one they have Guado. Guado. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Guano. Why does that sound so familiar? <laughs> Aguado. Aguado. Guano. Aguano. What? Aguado's a bat. Guado bowls. That's why it doesn't like the whole set. <laughs> <Yeah>. The. <laughs> The uh, the the glove hand always I got a kick out of too when he put the like the cucumber things on his fingers to make like oh. a mitt and then he like puts a ball in, like a baseball mitt I always thought that was kind of funny a subtle little if you catch it like ah it's kind of funny yeah and then he rips him off and sneaks into the the room and dusts the whole place and just upends the cage like nothing like the shrine who we Time knows, to find a little evidence like, he knows you can't like touch it he got scolded for that right. But he's got to do his job. He's got to do his job. Like, what? That kind of... Yeah, he doesn't respect the people and their customs, but he respects animals. Yeah. It makes up for it, I guess. But I'm surprised he had a fight. I'm surprised he argued with the director if they're such good friends. And they argued about, okay, the bat thing. Right. Listen, I, I am playing this character. I feel like I would know him even though you wrote the character, I would know him just as much as you would, and he would not be afraid of bats. I would argue that he didn't know the thing. character that well, the director, because, or like, he forgot, because this character well, is not really the same ace as the last movie. Ah, uh, not... I like, yeah. 
screw it. I'll just say it the same. I'll just say it now. Okay. I feel in this movie we get the what I like to call the Jack Sparrowfication of Ace Ventura, where he starts off as an interesting, fun, quirky character, but also is realistic in the and first good at movie. what he does is like his job. Like with, uh, you know, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. But then as the movies go on, the character kind of becomes a caricature of what the character originally was. Kind of like in anything that's long running. Like well, a look cartoon. at Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 4. Well, exactly. He's stupid. Yeah. Oh, look, his, he's stupid and he's, he doesn't understand the world around him. He's still like... Not as big of a scale, has... but in the Santa Claus 2, Bernard becomes... a. More spe- like just weirder, like not the same. Well, it's character. like in, it's like because they think they got to play up in those the office, moments. Like, it's oh, like in the office, people laughed about him, so they think that's funny. They want him to be goofy. That that right, has only right. worked for me one time when they've made a character more funny than originally, and that's with Thor. His okay. original and seriousness wasn't working. He's great now. And it makes sense for him, like we talked about, for him to adopt like a funny type of persona Precisely. in order to deal with the trauma that he's went yes. through. But yeah, I that's what I think about Ace Ventura is that they took what worked, made people laugh in the first one, like, oh, he's funny. Like with Jack Sparrow, let's turn it up until he becomes that, that is his character. Like him talking like this and moving like this all yeah, the time. It was too like, much in this one. All the time. All the time. It's like you can't overdo it. No. It's like in SpongeBob when Patrick's dumb and now he's got one tooth. Mr. Krabs loves money. So everything that a lot of, well, I can't speak well, cartoons completely are to that, honestly, because I haven't watched most of the newer stuff. But that's just my un- uninformed opinion. I guess is that these characters become they shells of themselves. I think we said it all. I think we said it already. I don't need to reelaborate. Right. So we can go to Act Three if but you the, want. But their their quirks become their entire personality. Oh yeah, it's like uh, it's like when white girls make Uggs and Starbucks their personality trait, and I'm like, hey, it's not. That's not who you are. Those are things that you like. But you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that was like mm. a ha-ha diss to what, you know, oh, just a basic word. But they people do that with things like, oh. I mean, I fully I fully expect Brandon to just turn into a fire emoji someday. He's going to. Like, he's probably going to. And, and, and when that happens. And, you know, Joel's going to turn into an eggplant. Most likely, I thought I was the eggplant, though. No, I was. Oh, a f- I'm a football. Yeah, and I guess I'll turn into a clown <laughs> uh-huh. to do jo- to do Joel's choking thing. But yeah, you no, you're people latch onto that. I, I guess it happens in real life. Well, um, kind of, not as extreme, but people well, kinda. get too carried away with, and then they they play it as like a joke. It guys, it's not funny when you. Put in your bio, um, Starbucks is my spirit animal. It's not funny. Stop doing that. It's not funny. Starbucks isn't a personality trait. Don't. Stop it. You're not right. going to find a mate that way. I mean, I guess you might, but just don't. We get it. 
Well, if you have you're a not shared unique. interest and like for Starbucks, like you're not unique, that might be what brings somebody together, and then they'll have Howard Schultz officiate. Or their like wedding. when people make their zodiac sign part of their I personality and use that as an excuse. Oh, uh -huh. well, I'm an Aries, so you, a, a, I like to be tied up in a bed and beat with a cane. It's it's my personality because okay, I'm an Aries. Because okay. I'm an Aries. All right, Act Two. How All about right, let's it? Let's do it Act Three. Is there anything we're nope. missing? Quick. I don't think we are. No, let's, let's do go. Act 3. Hello, Ace. You come for your money? Run again, Sweeney Toad! I've come for the sacred bed. Where is it? Why, is? Whatever can you mean? One-o, hello, does poop ring a bell? Guano! Mines as a source of nitrate, producing 84% of the world's supply of fertilizer. A $1.4 billion industry. That's what this war is all about. You can't legally take possession of the caves as long as the Wachatis inhabit the area. And you want that dookie so bad you can taste it. But, sir, I thought that... Yep, thank you. That's a fine theory, Mr. Ventura. What's it got to do with me? I thought you'd never ask. The day I met you, there was a white substance on your shoe that I mistook for plaster. Yesterday, I saw the same white substance outside the hut where the bat was kept, and suddenly it hit me. The great white bat has great white guano. That's what you slipped in. That's what was on your shoe. And that explains the abrasion on your palm. Let me run that back for you. Smoothie, That's what you slipped in. That's what was on your shoe. And that explains the abrasion on your palm. Damn, I'm good. Can you feel that? Huh? Can you feel it, Captain Compost? The day of redemption is at hand. Repent. And thou shalt be saved. Very good, Mr. Ventura. Very good. Act 3. Ace confronts Cadby about his plan to take control of the bat caves for the industry that bat guano provides. Cadby then tries to frame Ace, parallel, but he sets the elephant on the cop car and calls upon his animal friends to storm the mansion. Cadby gets away in the animal chaos, but is chased down by Ace in a monster truck for some reason, because it's funny. <laughs> and then he has to deliver the bat and face his fears so then the tribe war can be prevented, and he delivers. Cadby gets chased by the tribes and then presumably gets raped, literally, by a silverback gorilla. The princess yeah. and tiny warrior get married, and we discover that they can't consummate the marriage because she isn't a virgin. The tribes chase Ace through the jungle, and we get a freeze frame on Ace. And that's supposed to make him likable. Right. Like, what? Like, I don't like Ace for having sex with the princess. Like, when he said he was a, a Right, but that's supposed man. to be, like, the, the funny... The punchline. Oh, he actually like, I'm did. I'm not thinking, like, oh, good old Ace. Like, no. Like... 
Like, he probably died after no. this. That's why there's not an Ace Ventura 3. They probably caught him <laughs> killed and killed him. him. Yeah, the ending... But I'll just tell you my, my worst... What was your big gripe with that? Just, A, how abruptly it ended. It just... There was no, like, calm. It was just... It ended. But... Right. Care to tell me what he but said? I don't like that. That Ace... That's not characteristic... I mean, I guess. Well, no, it's not. Like the, you. It's not characteristic. I mean, he got a tornado blow. True. I, okay. So he is a chauvinist. But it's so weird. But at the same time, you're supposed to think. In earlier in the movie, he said, "No, I'm not going right. to do that." And I'm celibate. I'm a child of light. And then at the end, it's like, "Oh no, just kidding." We. I. This did. woman. Ha this ha. woman's an object. Ha ha ha. I'm I'm gonna run towards the camera and look goofy, and then we'll have a freeze frame on him, like good old Ace, ha ha. Before we go to yeah, credits. It, that was my worst moment. Oh. Was that ending? Like that was my number one worst moment. Oh man. Ugh. Yeah, this Act Three, besides the part when he does it, Cadby remind you of Lucius a Malfoy? A little bit, yes. A little bit in his demeanor. Yeah, the way he talks. But besides the um. When he comes out Mr. and he Ventura. lays out the plan and then does the reverse, let's hear that again, shall we? And does that. That's the standout bit. And then... I like... Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, what's his Fantastic. face? Fantastic. Hit the lights, green wall! And then he's rolling on the ground. I mean, that's funny. But then after they leave that <laughs> bit, it just really goes downhill for me. Like, the monster truck... Or them calling the... I'm all for random what? stuff not making oh, sense. Oh, yeah, it's... It, I don't know. Yeah. This is weird. It reminds why, me of yeah. in Scary Movie. Why would he... Well, you think, why would he have a monster truck? And why would the keys be in it? Because it's funny. Like, that's the funny mm. part. Like, don't think too hard. It might not come all right. It's almost non sequitur. Yeah. I guess you could call yeah. it. Is that the right term? I'm not sure. I'm just going to go with it. I'm looking it up. But keep talking. Okay. Uh, okay, non sequitur, a conclusion or statement. Shit, it rotated. Or a conclusion or statement that does not logically follow from the previous argument or statement. So, I guess it could be a non sequitur. Yeah, that was never, if that had been set up. It, it doesn't make if sense. If that had been set up in the beginning or something, fine. Wouldn't it have been funnier for him to chase him in the, on the elephant? It would have worked better. In, yes, that. It would have worked better. If this whole thing was set up like a parody of like a detective movie, like in scary movie, when everything, like there are those random bit where you don't ask how it got there, it never right. comes back. Like the radio when she's singing along to the yeah, well, radio. That, but I'm thinking more so <laughs> of the um, in the the beginning when she's getting chased by the killer, and um. There's just a table oh. with a gun, a grenade, and a knife, and a banana. Pushes the lady down the stairs. No, the, and yeah. there's a banana, and then weapons, and she takes the banana. Oh yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. it's stuff that's just there for the convenience of humor. But in that movie, it makes sense because all that stuff is throughout. The, it's a parody. The, the penis going through his head. yeah, or the uh, and again in the beginning when there's the sign that says. One way it's safety, one way it's death, and she goes death. 
Like there are just these random signs because yeah. it's making fun of the horror. Well, Hannah Ferris is really good at playing the dumb blonde. Yeah, well, that wasn't her. That was at the very beginning. That was Carmen Electra. That I was oh, referring to. I'm not remembering the movie right. But yeah, those movies but are made. That is a hilarious. Yeah, they get worse after that one. But anyway, <laughs> Ace. You have a dollar. Here, nice sandwich for you. I ya. said a dollar, bitch. I said a dollar, bitch. <laughs> Throws it, at her. it would be hard to do those because of how parody they are. So you you can't really can't analyze right. those. I don't think we can. But I would love an no. excuse to just rewatch them. It would them. be fun to just talk about yeah. them. Yeah. I don't know. This movie, man. But, no, it would be fun. We could do those as our first uh, live commentaries yeah, sort of could. things. That could work. It could be funny. Yeah. But be. yeah. Um, There's um, not much to say about this third act. We, the big reveal. I mean, even the astral projection thing was, I mean, that was act two, but even that was a little random. It was just random. And out there. Like the first Ace Ventura is still grounded. Yes. The, I think, okay, that's my big problem with this. This does not seem grounded at all. The entire movie. That's why I like mm. the first one so much better. Like, and it's not even really close for me. Like, if I never watch this movie again, I'll be fine. And no, I don't hate it. I mean... There's the nostalgia factor right. for me, but I don't need to sit through and watch it again. I'll watch Pet Detective again. Because no. I love the setting. I love the story. It's... It makes more sense. Mm -hmm. It's funnier. Well, I'm not. I don't think these are. These were not written by Tolkien. I'll just say that these are not masterpieces. No, they but weren't meant to be. I still, but going back to this movie, I just I don't think the the case is all that interesting. As interesting as the the first films yes yeah, not because it seems simp it it the first movie's case had more in even though it was very offensive in, yes today in any time to transgender community it was an interesting mystery that kind of made sense as it went on like there was more to uncover on during the the course of the movie and more to discover. This one, it's just, it seems like it shouldn't have, it seems more, more simplified in this movie. Like, oh, somebody stole the bat. We need to find out who the, right. took the bat. Okay, it's not this guy. Uh, wouldn't you naturally assume it was the poachers? You would. That you were briefed about at the beginning of the movie? So why don't you go and spy on them first? Well, because he didn't. Like, how did, how did, well, how did he know where they were? Because of the dark? I think, um. So he knew where those mushroom, those red uh, funguses. Yeah, that shows resided his detective in skills. That, but he knew where those were. Yeah. So he goes to that area of the forest and finds that the poachers are there. Okay. But I had, I thought later on, well, wasn't he told where they were earlier? But I guess poachers wouldn't make it obvious where they're staged. So that's stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I I just feel like the mystery, the case in this movie, as it were, isn't that compelling. compelling. No, it's not. 
No, but what we've talked about what we don't like. What are like your give me your three best moments? Three best yeah. moments of this yeah. film? I gotta say, um <laughs> uh Chitty Chitty Bang yep, Bang. That's my third also. And dri driving in the car on a on a well paved road but still bouncing mm -hmm. around. Um The Monopoly guy that's a good for sure. That's for sure got to be at the top. But I have to put in there also the, oh, shit, what is it? The rhino scene, obviously. Because oh, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, that's my number one. The stairway slinky is my number two, probably. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is my number three. I got to say also add in there, I know I'm adding more than three, but just the whole temple scene with him going up to Ace and saying, we need your help, blah, blah, blah. I'm not interested in your money, la, 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 la. Because that's the nostalgia factor of me and my friend dubbing that scene. Right. You have that connection. Back sure. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has been fun to rewatch these Ace movies. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, They're definitely 90s movies. Yeah. That's for sure. And it's because they're 90s movies that I took the angle I did with the uh, recap rap. It's just kind of kind of uh, fit. But I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. Any any other last final thoughts? I mean, I know How about this I don't want to seem like I'm rushing it, but it is a shallower oh, movie. No, no. I mean, we've said everything we needed it to is, say. It is. What else can we say about the third act. Oh, me. Before I... Not me. I mean... Hold on. Okay. Got a little... Turned around there. What I mentioned earlier... About him not being as good of a detective. Right. Well, he's, he was doing his whole like... Oh, let me rewind and re-say this. But before that, he's like... I thought that was plaster on your shoe. But it wasn't until I saw the big white guano... That I realized. And it's like, okay. I guess that doesn't make him a bad detective. No, because he... Because the assumption, the assumption would have been, was accurate. Yeah, everything else was right that he said. Time. Well, Gat... What's his name? I want to say Gatsby. Cadby. Cadby. Cadby didn't... He didn't say that he was wrong. When he's when he said he had a fall and he peed his pants and he hit his hand and he got yeah. plaster on his boot, he didn't say he was wrong. So was he faking it and playing into Ventura's no. self assurance? All that other stuff could have been legit, but he just messed up that one bit about the mm. plaster. Also, the guy that plays Greenwald. He, totally thought it was the guy that played Hagrid. Oh, yeah. Not the case. Speaking not of him. the same guy. I'll just get right to my end of the year award. He's the MVP. There. Oh. Yeah. Greenwall. You want to elaborate? No. <laughs> Listen, it seems like we're phoning it. We're not. We just realized that there's no point to drag out all this stuff. I'll just, I'll pick an MVP still. But I don't need to, people don't. Like, I barely like listening to myself go through. It doesn't matter. But I'll pick an MVP still. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll keep the sports bit in there. But I don't need to go through all the... Yeah. 
Yeah. But it was that yeah, these movies they're a, they're a nostalgia piece. First one's way way better, like I've said. Oh yeah. Well the well the first one it was original and unique and fun, but it remained a little bit more grounded. But then it's like when you get in the sequel, you start how do you build off of the original? Well, in this case, they made it more absurd. They they cranked up the humor, they cramped up the offensiveness. Yeah. They cramped they cranked up the character for sure and yeah. how he behaved just totally out there. Like you said, it 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 was like it wasn't even the same character. It was a his character eccentricity was cranked up so that he became a caricature. Yeah, he didn't have any true real of moments. The actual person. Whereas the, in the first movie, that person might be able to exist, possibly. And the reason we think that say? is because he has a couple real moments. He talks about that dream yes. he had, where he's serious. His concern for Melissa after you know Ray Finkel. The, mm -hmm. it's just yeah. But in this one, it's just total switched on the whole time. Yeah, he never comes down. Maybe for a half a second, when he's talking the, to the himself. Raccoon. No, at when the princess is walking over, just where he's like, okay, you know, bad thoughts out, good thing, holy. But then when she gets there, even when he's talking about how, you know, he's a child of light, he's still I'm a child of light. Like he's not being sincere about it. No, he's genuine. He's not. It's just yeah, just goofy all around. I mean, I'm sure he had fun playing the character, but maybe not. He didn't want to do this movie, and I don't think Ace Ventura needed a sequel. Well, I hope the same thing doesn't happen with him doing Sonic. Well, it didn't because I think he's he did fantastic in both. Yeah, of them he did so far. Yes, he did. When that third one comes out, baby, we're going to do it. He likes the word dookie, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, big fan. He says dookie in this movie, and he said dookie in Sonic 2. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... I watched a video recently. I think it was to, it was this morning, and I sent you the video about that that guy. I cannot remember his name. Chris Gore? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Gore. And he was talking about how like 90% of movies made today are garbage. And there's a couple other movies that he made, or movies, videos that he made where they talk. he talks about like why sequels are, why so many sequels are bad. And it becomes, he's talking about how it becomes more spectacle or it loses it. Or I think he, I think he said this, it kind of loses the original spirit of what made the original movie so successful yeah it's rare that a sequel so then when they go on yeah hits the when same they go on to make sequels and they just do what worked in the first movie again except bigger and well he was he strangely he said that the sequels usually have sometimes have a lower budget depending on how the they do yeah because they know that it'll bank based on it being a popular property from the movie that came before but they're very interesting videos. Yeah, the only consistently and, good sequels are in the MCU. Well, Empire Strikes Back is a amazing. Yeah, sequel. but I'm I'm saying throughout, like and he consistently uses that as good. an example. That's arguably the best sequel. 
in that one. But all those sequels in the Star Wars, those aren't consistently good. I don't know. I think Space Jam A New Legacy gives it a run for its money. I mean, that's the golden We did apple. say that that one was better. That's the golden goose. We did say it was better as a movie. I thought it was... I think it's better than the original Space Jam. Yeah. And I think it does wear itself on its sleeve. But I'd still rather go back and rewatch the original Space Jam just because that 90s nostalgia thing. Yeah. I care more about mm -hmm. that than a good story, I guess. In 20 years, maybe it will age as well as the old Space Jam did and have that same nostalgia factor for kids who saw it. Oh, you for kid? Okay, maybe. It might, yeah. Yeah, for kids. Yeah. Like, we love, we like the first one because, oh, uh, yeah, Michael Jordan was popular in the 90s. and Bugs Bunny and all that Looney Tunes. Space Jam. and yeah. We grew up with that movie. That movie did make Looney Tunes popular again, I make think. Make Looney Tunes great again, am I right? Am I right, Republicans? Am I right? Uh, I had to throw it in there. It's like a contractual obligation. Okay. Uh, do you want to oh, hear the boy. recap? I think we should do the recap. All right. I'll do it. Speaking of 90s, Christian, play it. Yo, sequel men. Let's kick it. Alright, stop, collaborate, and listen. Ace is whack, and he's a pet detective. Snowflake, the dolphin gets kidnapped. Ace goes to Emilio and talks out of his ass. Will he get him back? Yo, I hope so. Alrighty then, here we go. A bit extreme, he loves all animals. Lois enraged, Ray Finkel missed the field goal. Dan, Marino nearly meets his doom. Ace racks his brain when he searches Ray's bedroom. Die, Dan, cause he held the laces in. There's a big twist when Lois is a man. Love him, I hate him, he really saves the day. Almost gets the pigeon, but he makes the eagle pay. When there is a problem, Ace is gonna solve it. Better buckle up, cause nature is calling. Ace, Ace, baby. Ventura is Buddhist, a raccoon on a mountain, he couldn't rescue it, he takes a break, meditates, no hatred, slinky downstairs, can you believe it, mating calls, through a rolled up paper, he goes crazy up in the air, and a white bat, with a sacred tempo, Ace will try to find him, picking up guano, rolling, a safari jeep, with a chitty chitty bang bang down the street, with chitty's on standby, Cadby comes to say hi, you must be the Monopoly guy, punched him, then he just moved on, lovely room of death, and Ace is on the clock. The jungle's dead, yo, so he goes to witch hottie. Bumblebee to another girl was hot, wearing less than bikini. Princess lovers watching in your scene, jealous, cause they will get denied. Ace with a case in Chicago with a shrine, ready. Black feather is a clue, going undercover what he does in act two. Gotta find out what Quinn knows. He grabbed his gear, kinda hot in these rhinos. Darts make his body go numb. The tiny warrior really makes him look dumb. Guano and guana, where the money's at? Cadby gets away, but Ace is on his back. Gorilla on the scene, you know what I mean? Ace is fucked, he stole the virginity. Now he has a problem, maybe he'll solve it. The tribes are gonna catch him, make him resolve it. Ace, Ace, baby. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother.
also like us on Facebook and shit. Vanilla Ice. Wow, dude. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla yeah, Ace, Ace. Ace Baby. Ventura. Ace, 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 Ace baby. baby. I came up with that. I was I had a different one lined up, but then I was like, Ace, Ace, Ice, Ice, Ace, Ace. That has to be it. That's 90s. Yes. So, I mean. You did it. You're a veritable weird Spence. Sure. Yeah. Get it? I, I guess I don't. Laugh. <laughs> that's hysterical. Wheeze. Wee- <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do for our 100th episode. Yeah, but that one was a fun one. That one was a fun one. I think you always do one of a my favorites. job on those raps. I, for not our next franchise, because I don't know what I'm doing for that one yet, for the one after, I already know the song I'm doing, and it's not a rap, but uh, you'll you'll see when that time comes. Oh, boy. I know. No, you don't. You, you don't. Like, you literally don't. Because it's not a rap. Okay, tell me what I don't know. I'm telling know. you, I'm not okay. going to tell you. It's a surprise. Steering's a little loose. Ah! Alignment's off, too. Mr. Ventura! You pretty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang we love you and our pretty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang loves us too. Hi huh. Everywhere we go on chitty chitty we depend. Bang bang chitty chitty bang bang our plans don't depend. Bang bang chitty chitty bang bang our fine for bandard. Chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang chitty bang bang yeah. Let's do... I'm going to listen to it anyway. What? When I edit it. <laughs> listen to what? The song. I know, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing for it yet. It's going to be okay. a surprise. Okay, fine. It's a surprise. All right, let's do our fin. Just like Joel's Let's dildo. rank this bish. Um, okay. Let's... Uh, we don't need to give a big, long thing for why no i are you saying that to me no because you know i go long no i'm just saying because we've been saying it i'm saying no it for both i'm of us. not I'm saying it for both of us doing your best mark Wahlberg. no 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 yeah no no man we're not no um you you know what let's switch back you do the um you say it because I said it last season. You want? You announce it like oh, emotional impact. You say that. Oh, you're right. It's okay. your turn again. Okay. Go ahead. I'll do it. Emotional impact. 
Emotional impact, I gave it an 80. Wow, really? That is very high. I gave it an 80 because it, it has the 90s nostalgia, the music, the, the nostalgia of the, the filmic look, the nostalgia of Jim Carrey, the nostalgia, the huge laughs that you get in this movie. It makes me laugh. All right. It, it makes me feel good. It makes me laugh. It's that emotional impact, and it makes me brings me back a little bit to the '90s, and also working with the the video of with my buddy back in high school. So, yeah. The only reason mine is Take it away. the only reason mine is this high is because of the first one mainly. Well, no, because of both of them, and it's really not even that high. It's a sixty-three. Wow. Hey, maybe it should have been higher, but I I can't flip flop. Christian, you working with a weighted scale, buddy. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> it means more to me than what the emotional impact uh, does for me. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking more of it like now, you know, rewatching these with the problems and stuff. So I that it brought it down a little bit. I gotcha. All right, next. I gotcha. Storytelling. Yeah, I gave storytelling. I maybe these should have been flipped around, but I gave storytelling an eighty. No way. Mainly because of the first one, because I just like the detectiveness of it. I I get you. I get you. But is the story that good, though? On the broad spectrum, is the story that good in either When I do these, I don't think too hard about the number. I just, whatever number, because that's the one that, that's the real one. Like, when you go with your gut, that's the real thing. So when I, I was like, ah, eight. And that's what I went oh, with. Oh, so when I give whatever your favorite movie is, ah, 14. Why? Because Spencer likes it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what was your storytelling score? My storytelling score, I gave it a 70. You're, that's only 10. Not that's too only 10 bad. less than mine. That's only 10 below than my. Okay, Joel. I didn't know he was. <laughs> He was originally, I'm mad, sidebar. He said he was going to do Ace with oh, us. Oh, that's true. Tonight, he didn't even give a reason. He just said, nah. Yeah, literally, N-A-H. Which, nah. I guess. And then he, I said, I put a crying gif, and he said, cry, bitch. I guess, you know, you, you when, when so, you, no, I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to say that one. Yeah, don't I'm say I'm not going to say anything. I don't even know what you were going to say, but don't I say won't. it. <laughs> but I gave it a 70. I said, you know, the story in both films is very politically incorrect. Would not fly nah. today. Would be criticized to Helen back. But I just think there could have been something more done in, in the second movie, like have Spike, his monkey, his pet monkey die, add a little depth to that nah. character in terms of having his pet get killed, like his literal pet gets killed, the pet detective's pet gets killed. Add that emotional weight, and that's the reason why he goes into exile, whatever, a la Yoda, a la Luke, whatever. Sure. But I don't know, the second one, Would you say? would you say the second one's story is predictable? In terms of having it turn around and be the consulate, yeah, or the consul, uh, Cadby. Yeah, he was he was acting all sus in the beginning, you know. No cap. No cap. He was sus for real. I ain't speaking that. Oh, okay. It's almost leet speak. And this is where Brandon's ears start bleeding, or no, Joel's. Joel yeah. hates it more. He had to take his ear box out. 
they degenerate. <laughs> but anyway, I did like the the story is well enough for what the movie is. It's a comedy. It's not going to be a really deep story, but there is some subtleties within with thematic stuff like in terms of criticizing animal cruelty, playing that part into his character, having that in the plot mm-hmm. of the second one, and perhaps it being so politically incorrect or appearing that way was a way of criticizing that viewpoint. Sure. But that's interesting stuff. Yeah. All right, next. But in terms of oh, sorry, storytelling sorry, potential, sorry. yeah. No, I'm okay. done. Next. Characters. Go for it. My characters is an 85. Because Ace Ventura himself is such a powerful personality that all the characters, even Lois Einhorn, all Ray Finkel, all these characters, they kind of are just overshadowed by his strong personality and his excellent. Well, that's what Jim Carrey does. I know. And that's the, that's the asset to the yeah. movie. That's the asset to the first movie and the second one. But it's marked down to an 85 because in the second one, it's just way over the top. Yeah. It, it takes it too far. It goes too far in terms of becoming that Jack Sparrow. We're, we're going to make this his personality now, and that's all it's going to be. There's not going to be any nuance to the character anymore. It's just going to be, I'm on this level and I'm going to stay there the whole time. At the expense of his values as a animal lover, also, I'm going to punch a crocodile. Like, you can, you're supposed to love all animals, but you're going to... Yeah, a little off like, character. Come on. Yeah, I, uh, I gave characters uh, a 69. Nice. I just I just rolled my eyes besides Ace I mean everybody else actually is fine well yeah but they're just boring they are because they're more like normal you can't have other comic reliefs when your main character is the comic relief and so they all had to play the, every other character had to be the straight character uh, eight, you know let's what are we doing here? The the serious, for real, straightforward one. So, 69. Nice. <laughs> On the moon. Classic. I always, whenever you say that, I always Classic. remember that from Twilight. It's one of our best moments. All right. Visual style. I think you Yeah, I gave it a 70. Just kind of above average. Okay, fair the, enough, fair the, enough. That's mainly because of the physical comedy that ace does that jim carrey mm. does i didn't even think yeah of that. that physical the physical gags because the camera work it's not like it's anything special it's just you they let the comedy happen on the screen you don't need all these fancy cuts so all that the editing is is fine it's fun just overall it looks like a 90s movie and i like that I agree with you. I gave it an 85. Jeez, you're going high. I gave it an 85 because I like the I love I really like the 90s look. It when I when I say that it kind of reminds me of when I watch I'm just thinking of this Little Rascals. Yep. From the 90s and you get that 90s look like the houses look 90s the the clothes they wear are sure 90s. Do. 
it brings you back to that time period and that's what this movie does and it even like it just transports you to what it was like to live in Miami in the 90s yep like with the with the hair styles and the clothes he wears and how the houses and the buildings and the stadium looks and even the dock area where they're hiding snowflake and the police uh department the 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 hospital where the mentally ill live mm-hmm. I love the way that that those set designs those set dressings look uh Miami particularly but I don't know if I feel this way anymore but what do you think that the setting in the first movie was more interesting because of how it shows how like a snapshot of what life was like in the 90s yeah. in Miami in that urban setting whereas if you go into the native the Africa which is where they're supposed to be but they shot it in South Carolina and San Antonio do you what do you think do you think it's more interesting to be Ace Ventura pet detective in the 90s in Miami versus in Africa where it could almost be yeah, well, those it doesn't it doesn't really look like no 90s those civilizations generally don't well okay I'm saying this speaking as an outsider but based on the knowledge right, 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 the right, limited right. knowledge that I do have I feel like those type of civilizations in any part of the world like they generally don't change too much with the time they they hold true to their things so they um, a culture like that it's like it's almost like Amish people they don't they are the right. same as they've always been like they they still don't have cars electricity all that stuff they're very hardcore well, with their with how they now it's making operate. me think so you wouldn't it's know what me think of jungle to jungle with Tim Allen and how they depicted kind of that fish out of water with native. him going in there yeah, yeah. similar well, well, when they go to the island or where he his son lives, ah, uh, Mimi Siku, where his wife, his ex wife, yeah, Mimi Cat Siku, piss. where he grew up with the tribe, mm-hmm. where you're bushy, bushy, yeah. And when they <laughs> see the laptop, there's like this is amazing. But no, it's just the '90s. I guess had that look of how they depicted natives. Yeah, and Dan Marino in, in movies, in comedy movies like this in particular whereas movies like dances with wolves does a really good job of it and treats the subject matter with respect this is almost like it's a comedy so it's going to be a little exaggerated it's going to be yeah i originally wrote that it would almost look like any other native setting in movies at the time but i'm not sure i feel that way anymore a little different but the same idea i still gave it an 85 yeah Yeah, because well an 85 has to also like you said the way he moves and his hair and like the way he dresses like a a cockatoo yep i'm real interested to hear your take on the uh on the next next category category because it's not john williams so probably a zero oh funny one yeah what is it joel again Music. 90. There it is. Because of the 90s, right? I gave it a 90. Be- I know. I did do that. 90 for the 90s. You get that. Like the guitar, like the. and But then you get like that. That lone. 
like that detective like i'm i'm a i'm in lethal weapon now like sort of thing yeah the classic but uh, but then you get like a totally tonal shift in when nature calls the, the beginning with this big sweeping epic orchestral like lord of the rings type thing and then it goes to down in the jungle yeah and the the more with, tribal sound with the shikaka yeah. yeah but it's all still decent yeah i'm not really a, i'm not really a fan of the whole shikaka because it's like okay poop ha ha <laughs> yeah i gave it an 80 gave music an 80 kind of all the same reasons you did so i won't say much more just that that 90s feel really hits me hard in the first one decently in the second one yeah and yep. now let me add these up for you yeah 82 plus wait hold on 72 plus 82 equals and then we're gonna divide that by two our fin score is ace ventura coming in second with a 77 mm, that's low um yeah but it's it's pretty middle of the pack just to if if this was season two i'll tell you where it would have landed it would have been it would have been right in the middle of the pack because we only done one it would have been <laughs> six out of eight so but right now obviously it's it's number two behind harry potter so we have harry potter with an 86 and now Ace Ventura with a 77. And Christian, I want to leave you with this because we're coming up at the time of recording to a very <clears throat> important time in our, our lives here as Americans, as the world, mankind. That word, Christian, should have a new meaning for all of us today as we sit here and record in this studio thinking what should we do next we can't be consumed by our petty differences what scores we give music how what we think of the characters what we think is problematic no we're going to be united in our common interests perhaps it's fate that today is june 23rd at the time of recording but the important day in question is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our franchise freedoms. Not, 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 uh, you know, you were fighting for our freedom, not, not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation in this recording studio. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist, to debate these films and should we win today the 4th of July or June 23rd will no longer be known as an American holiday but as the day when the world declared in one voice the film we are doing next we will not go quietly into the night we will not vanish without a fight we're not going to do another dumb problematic comedy we're going to live on we're going to survive and today 
we announce Independence Day. Christian, dude, talk to me into it. I'm back, <laughs> Randy Quaid. Oh, I didn't. I've never. I'll be honest. I have never seen Independence Day. Wow. This will be a first. It, wow. This will be. Well, welcome to yeah. Earth, Spencer. I'm excited about it. Because honestly, I don't even know. I'm glad. I. I'm excited for you to yeah, see. Yeah, I it. know, like the, the, um, the, uh, like that moment. I knew that moment. And I know, like, the iconic, right. you know, the light or the, the lighthouse, the White House with the thing, the, <laughs> but I don't know much about this movie. I don't know how it ends. I don't, I've never seen any of it ever except in Dude, trailers. I can't wait. I'm excited. Literally. Although I will say it's going to be hard because I'm going to want to just watch it. So my acts might not be as detailed, and we'll just like talk about it more. But hey, it'll be releasing hopefully on the hey, 4th of July. That's how the cards are dealt. Yeah, we will. It would be sweet. And it does have the sequel with Thor. Or as you yes. know him, yes, Chris Hemsworth, the second best Chris. Crims Crimson Hemsworth. <laughs> what? No, no that's not no. right. But I'm I'm excited, dude. It's been a long time since we've done a movie that one of us or both of us have never Haven't seen before. Seen. Like all of these, I'm going yeah. in with a preconceived. This one. Oh, I'm so excited to see, hear what you think about this movie from a fresh set of Me eyes. Too. I'm. It's gonna be fun. I uh, I didn't fight back because we had this other one planned and it would have lined up better. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him this. That makes sense. Let's do Independence Day. And I'm excited. Mm. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Gonna so be listen fun. for those. And I forgot to mention at the top, hey, we're the sequel, man. Thanks for listening to us. Hey. And find us hey. on the social medias, the Facebook. And listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate that. Write a review. Leave us a review. We'll love you, even if you don't. That's my Bit. But I, Damn I it, to... Spencer. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't have a concussion. I figure, I figure we'll just, if we can just group them all together. I mean, people get it by now. I guess. Sorry. I, Say you're, you do know. it. Fine. Do it. Wow. Mr. Mr. We're not poo-pooing this, guys. We're just, it's not a big franchise. Anyway, listen to, to us on shit and listen to us on piss poor what? network. I don't know. I don't know. On Bizpore. Shit. Applecore. <laughs> oh, that's another scene we didn't talk about when he put his arm all the way in the guy's mouth. Oh, yeah, that's part of the montage. The, what you two. Very yeah. interesting. And I was like, okay, that looked realistic. And then the baby shoots out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. Fine, tell them where all they right, can find us. On. You can find us... <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. I'm so used to the routine. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Sequel Man the Podcast. We just wrapped up our 
Ace Ventura series. Two episodes. And I'm not going to do what he did in this movie. I'm going to tone it down a little bit. But um, you can listen to our previous episodes over on Podbean. That's our hosting site. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you like to listen, go check us out. we got a whole bunch of other episodes. We're on 96 now, I think. 95 was our last episode. This is 96. Getting close to the big one double zero. Yeah, we got some plans for that. But hey, and also, we're, yeah, we're, we're excited. If these episodes don't come out exactly when they should, just wait longer. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I can't stop anything like that. So, Spencer, listeners. We can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian. Because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Mister! Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye, then. Oops, I bumped my thing. Okay. Dude, your your uh, Independence Day thing had me almost cracking up while you were talking. I wasn't even... Just, I was just trying to add a little you bit. You went above and beyond. You went above and beyond. I thought you were just going to read the speech. No, you know me. That was hilarious. And then you're like, we're not gonna, 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 gonna... Hey, I was <laughs> making it realistic for our, our last couple of presidents and... And how they conduct themselves in speeches. <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Oh. And we'll cut it off there.